Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. So in life, if you're trying to hide something, and politicians know this better than any other group, you do it in a way where people can't see it. You classify it. You do it late on a Friday. You do it on a holiday weekend. You vote on it in the middle of the night. You pass laws and bills that people don't have time to read. If there's anyone that understands in this country how to get things done, how to do things that people don't like without them even knowing about it, it is lawmakers. It's Congress. It's Washington, D.C. Well, now some lawmakers are fighting back, demanding answers as the Biden administration is sending plane loads of illegal immigrants deep into the United States of America in the dead of the night. That's how you hide it, right? You bring them in on planes, plane loads of illegal immigrants, and you drop them off on tarmacs in the dead of night, literally in the dead of night. Tennessee lawmakers are speaking out now after new reports that the Biden administration has been flying unaccompanied minors from the border into states in the middle of the night without notifying those states. In other words, we'll just bring them in the middle of the night. You don't even know they're there. We drop them off. Bam, we're out of here. And we flood flyover country with illegal immigrants. Multiple flights of unaccompanied minors have arrived over the past week in Chattanooga, Tennessee. Not exactly a hotbed for illegal immigrant activity. But if you want to bombard different states that are speaking out against illegal immigrants, this is how you do it. During these overnight hours at Wilson Air Center, the miners are then bused to a variety of locations throughout contracted tour bus companies. 
The local embassy affiliate there uncovering and breaking the story this past week, the video obtained by the station, including a flight that arrived Friday at 1.30 a.m. local time. With evidence of at least three other flights between then and Wednesday, flying in the middle of the night when no one's around. A source with direct knowledge of the operation asked to remain anonymous, but told Channel 3 in Chattanooga that you had 30 to 50 minors that are transported at a time, some to reunite with family members and others just go to group homes. It continued this whistleblower by saying the operation actually started in Dallas, Texas, but moved to small airports recently to avoid attention from the public. Tennessee Senator Marsha Blackburn has now expressed serious concern about this new video showing that in her state this is happening and no one was alerted to this going on from the Biden administration deliberately trying to do something, secretly flying migrant children into Tennessee in the middle of the night. That's exactly right. What they are doing is shifting the burden to the states. And once they do that, they're making every state a border state, every town a border town. But this is the first link in a chain of bad immigration policies. But they're shoving this cost for education, child services, housing, uh, all of the health care onto the states. Now, as you have these communities of illegal migrants coming into cities, what are blue city mayors going to do? They're going to do sanctuary cities. But what the Biden administration is doing is specifically this. They are they have now apprehended. 500,000 people at the border from 160 countries. They're putting them on planes and flying them to states without any knowledge of the governors. I've just talked to our governor tonight, and the governors don't know it. The local officials don't know it. And, Sean, that is how they're shifting this burden and moving them across the country. Right, you know so they should be question. putting them on a plane and sending them back home to their families. But instead, we're going to flood the country. That's what this is about. You've got flying in illegal immigrants. That, that's, that's what we're doing. We're flying them in. And Joe Biden knows this. These illegals are being dropped off in the middle of the night because they couldn't do it at major airports because if they did that at major airports, then obviously we know that people would find out. So you do it at 1.30 a.m. You don't tell anybody on the ground. You make sure that everybody is in the dark on this. That's why they stopped doing the operation in Dallas, Texas, in the middle of the day, and they moved, quote, to small airports recently to avoid attention. Our offices have received no information from the Biden administration informing us of mass transportation of migrants to Tennessee. It is absolutely unacceptable if the Biden administration is facilitating a mass migration without any input or oversight, she says, from Tennesseans Tennesseans and the affected communities. Tennessee Republican Senator Bill Haggerty also criticized the flights by saying, I have warned for months that President Biden's failure at the border would result in a systemic resettling of migrants in our communities course when he said this liberal said he was crazy right well now he's spot on 
This, he says, will burden our schools, burden our hospitals, burden our law enforcement agencies and bringing an increase in drug trafficking and human smuggling. A new reality is happening in our country. Every town is now a border town, Haggerty added, because of these flights that are coming in. Haggerty called it further evidence of a systemic resettlement of migrants, illegal immigrants in our communities on purpose because Biden won't secure the border or enforce immigration laws, making illegal entry easy and removal of illegals non-existent. This is two U.S. senators saying this at the same time, and they're absolutely right. Now, this news channel, by the way, that has broken this, WRCB, is now being attacked by the left, saying they're a racist news channel and they should not have actually reported on this story. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you drive a vehicle so reliable it's backed by a 10-year, 100,000-mile limited warranty, you stop thinking about what you can't do and start doing what you never thought possible. Visit your local Kia dealer today to see what you're capable of in a vehicle that inspires confidence around every corner. Kia. Movement that inspires. Call 800-333-4KIA for details. Always drive safely. Limited inventory available. Warranties include 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain and 5-year, 60,000-mile basic. Warranties are limited. See retailer for details. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Children are being flown into Chattanooga at night and bused to cities across the southeast. Acting on a tip, Channel 3 has obtained video of two of those arrivals and confirmed four planes carrying children have arrived since Friday. Tonight, we've learned concerned citizens want transparency from lawmakers. Channel 3's Mary Frances Hoots joins us live now from Wilson Air with what she's uncovered. Mary Frances. 
Well, Cindy, eyewitnesses have told us what video and flight records have confirmed that four planes have arrived here at Wilson Air, three of them in the overnight hours, all within the last five days. So this is dating back to Friday and then as recently as Wednesday. Well, video is also showing us that those migrant children are getting off the planes and going directly to charter buses. And a source who is directly involved in this says that some of them are being reunited with families and then other from those buses are being taken to other buses and then taken to group homes. Dozens of migrant children can be seen in this video obtained by Channel 3 loading charter buses at Chattanooga's Wilson Air. Video shows a plane arriving on Friday around 1.30 a.m. Another video shared with Channel 3 shows children arriving late Saturday night. A third plane arrived Friday afternoon. Flight records confirm a fourth plane landed at 1.43 Wednesday morning. In the video, you can see children who appear to be in their teens carrying matching bags. Bus services as close as Cleveland and as far as Little Rock, Arkansas were there waiting. Coast to Coast Tours out of East Point, Georgia had two buses on site. An employee tells Channel 3 the buses, which left for Miami and Dallas, were sent to Chattanooga as part of a contract with the Department of Defense. Now, I, I want you to think about what all was just said in the last 20 seconds. Little Rock coaches are there from Little Rock, Arkansas, in Chattanooga, Tennessee, at a Wilson Air Center, receiving planes in the middle of the night with illegal immigrant children that are being bused to multiple southeastern cities during the overnight hours. This is not normal. I, I would even argue it's a form of child abuse. Imagine being one of these kids. You're on a plane at 11 o'clock, 12 o'clock, 1 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the morning. You're flying into these covert private terminals. You have buses with dark windows pulling up next to your plane. You're then taken off of those buses and stuck or off the plane, stuck on the buses in the dead of night in a, I would argue, a covert operation. And then you get stuck on one of these buses and they immediately disperse out into America. I, 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 this is happening day after day after day, we're now being told. All over the country from what we think. We don't know because the administration won't tell us and the liberal media, the, the state-sponsored media won't do their job. According, again, to Coast to Coast employees, the buses were dispatched to Chattanooga as part of a contract with the United States Department of Defense. So this is happening from the DOD, from the Pentagon. This is covert, my friends. The employees say this is the first time the company has been asked to pick up migrant children in Chattanooga. In the past, the company's drivers have traveled to Mobile, Alabama. I don't know if that was in the middle of the night, but I'm guessing it was. And to Atlanta to transport children, according to the employee. They don't give us very much information, the employee also told the local Channel 3 in Chattanooga. Two buses seen in the video that was exposed by this local news station left Chattanooga, and they took these kids in the middle of the night all the way to Miami, Florida, and Dallas, Texas. She added that the children are not allowed to get off the bus during the trip and three or four chaperones who are not employed by the bus company are on board at all times. She says the company requires chaperones when transporting children under the age of 18. So, so these kids are on a bus, not allowed to get off until they get to Miami from Chattanooga or to Dallas. And this is all being done in a covert way by the DOD in the middle of the night. And not a single local official has been told about any of this. Here's more of the story. 
A source with direct knowledge of the operation tells us approximately 30 to 50 minors are transported on each bus with chaperones, some to reunite with family, some to go to group homes. The only support Department of Defense is providing with respect to the unaccompanied minors is land and facilities for HHS to temporarily house them. In April, the HHS confirmed a group of unaccompanied minors are being housed at a former Tennessee Temple dorm in Highland Park. Several sources tell us at least 10 boys were taken there as part of this weekend's operation. It's an operation Congressman Chuck Fleischman says he received a call from a concerned citizen about. Fleischman says he is seeking answers from government organizations on how they plan to deal with the crisis at the border. He is working to confirm details to better understand the Customs and Border Protections actions. U.S. Senator Bill Haggerty was not aware of the flights into Chattanooga, but says it is very concerning. He is asking President Biden to be transparent with where the migrant children are being resettled. U.S. Senator Marsha Blackburn was not aware of the flights and wants answers. There is no awareness, there's no visibility or transparency into this process. Of course not, it's in the middle of the night. It's being run by the DOD out of the Pentagon. It's being done out of covert landings, right, in cities where then the buses drive for days with kids that are not allowed to get off the bus. Why are the kids not allowed to get off the bus? I'll tell you why. Because that's when you get problems, right? Imagine a bunch of illegal immigrants getting off a bus at some place. What if they decide to run? What if just someone notices and takes pictures in broad daylight? That's why you have to do this in the middle of the night when no one's around. And again... Let's not overlook the fact that this is all being done by the DOD. The Department of Defense is doing this. They know how to do covert crap better than anybody else, and that's exactly why they're doing this in the middle of the night. Now, I would argue that this is a human rights abuse. You take children in the middle of the night, you throw them on planes in the middle of the night, you put them in buses in the middle of the night, you don't allow them to leave those buses until they get to Miami from Chattanooga? I was I was looking here just to see what this looks like. And, and when I was looking at this to see what it looks like, you look at what's going on. And, and I'm talking about time-wise. If you do driving, okay, from, from Miami to Chattanooga, and, and you look at the, the, the drive time, hell, flying, it takes you about four hours to get there. But drive time is about 12 hours. It's 781 miles. 781 miles. Miami to Chattanooga. And you're not going to let those kids get off that on top of the fact that they were just on a plane? You say, sorry, can't leave? Let's talk about Dallas. Let's talk about the time it takes you to get there to Dallas, the other place where apparently they were going. 19 hours and 8 minutes. Think about that. Oh, no, not a big deal, Ben. It's fine. Don't worry about it. These are kids, and we're busting them in. And the DOD's doing it. We're flying them in. It's covert, and it's in the middle of the night. Listen to the end of this story, how Wilson Air responded to this, to the local news in Chattanooga. A spokesperson for Wilson Air also said that they are not, the airport is not involved in any of the operations or the flights coming into Chattanooga, and they only provide, quote, necessary operational support to inbound and outbound aircraft. So, of course, we've been asking questions about why. 
Why now? Why Chattanooga? Why late at night? Well, again, another source who is directly involved in this said this all started at in Dallas and then it's been moved to smaller airports across the country, including here in Chattanooga to avoid some attention. Obviously, this has gained a lot of attention. Now, Chattanooga is a great central location close to a lot of major cities nearby. And of course, according to uh, Congressman Chuck Fleischman, he says the timing of the flights has more to do with the length of the time that it takes to process a migrant child at the border. Now, this I don't buy that crap for a second. They're like, oh, well, it's a, it's a we're, we're just flying them in at one thirty in the morning because of time it takes to process them at the border. Bull crap. You did this for one reason so that people wouldn't see it happening. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carmen and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. On Purpose is dedicated to helping you be happier, healthier, and more healed. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how he got comfortable with fear, navigating the changes in relationships, and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. This conversation shows a never-seen-before side to Orlando Bloom and his unique life journey. I think we all struggle sometimes to really deeply believe that we are enough, that we're valued, that we're valuable. You know, we're imprinted by our parents from the age of zero to seven, right? Mm. I'm constantly trying to go like, how do I detach from my this idea of what do is that is that my baggage? I look like my baggage. I mean, I know. Okay, that's mine. Let's unpack that. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is corruption at the highest level in our government. I'll give you another example of the media not doing their job, not reporting on a story. 
it's not just what's happening with these illegal immigrants that are coming to this country. Let, let's deal with another issue real quick. Let's deal with the story that nobody's touching. It is a story about where the coronavirus began. Why is the media not calling out China still to this day for doing this? Why is the Biden administration not actually demanding an investigation the way they're demanding a 9-11 style investigation, for example, in the January the 6th attacks? Why is it that the lab leak story has completely disappeared? Why is it that social media will ban you from even asking questions about Wuhan and the coronavirus? It's something that Tucker Carlson talked about this week. It's a major news story, a news story that the mainstream media is deliberately refusing to cover the same way that the mainstream media is deliberately refusing to cover a massive story about the Department of Defense flying in the middle of the night children to random airports around the country and then busing them into other places without telling any of the local officials, state officials, or national officials that this is happening. Getting these kids away from the border as quickly as they can so there isn't a border crisis and flooding middle America with these illegal immigrants. Not flying them back to their home countries. And this is all being done by the DOD. So you got to ask yourself the question now. Why is the media not covering the other massive story? A story that affected the entire world. A story that cost America and other countries billions of dollars and millions of lives that were killed because of a virus it's a question that Tucker Carlson asked that no one else in the media is asking why because the media is no longer independent it's state propaganda for the Democratic Socialist Party and the Biden administration one of the first questions that rational people asked and there still are some rational people out there after the coronavirus arrived in the US last year was simple where did this disease come from now, finding out was more than a matter of simple curiosity. It was an urgent public health imperative. If you want to prevent the next disaster, you have to determine how the current disaster happened. That's why they have the NTSB. If we didn't investigate plane crashes very carefully, planes would keep crashing and you would never fly. So as this virus spread around the world last year, the rest of us waited for some credible public health authority, the CDC, the WHO, anyone, to come forward with details on where it came from. But no one ever did come forward. Instead, they told us what was, in retrospect, a completely ridiculous story. They said a seafood market in central China was, for reasons that no one ever explained, selling mammals, exotic ones like pangolins, and those pangolins somehow became a vector for infection. So the Chinese eat weird food, that's why the world is sick. That's what they told us. In China, they knew that wasn't true. They knew it very early. On February 6th of 2020, right at the very beginning, scientists from the South China University of Technology uploaded a paper on the origins of coronavirus onto the internet. They had a very different view of what happened. The virus, these scientists said, likely came from an animal called the intermediate horseshoe bat. It's interesting, they said, because there are no known colonies of intermediate horseshoe bats within 900 kilometers of Wuhan, nor were these bats sold in the famous wet market there. In fact, the scientists interviewed nearly 60 people who worked or shopped in the wet market and all confirmed no horseshoe bats for sale. So they believe COVID jumped from bats to people. When and where and how did that happen? 
Well, the scientists noted the obvious. Within a few hundred yards of the Wuhan wet market was something called the Wuhan Center for Disease Control and Prevention. It turns out that facility used intermediate horseshoe bats for research. Then about seven miles away was another facility. This one was called the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The Wuhan Institute of Virology also conducted research on intermediate horseshoe bats. So for these Chinese scientists who were working on the ground at the epicenter of the outbreak, at the very beginning of the outbreak, the conclusion was obvious. Quote, the killer coronavirus probably originated from a laboratory in Wuhan. Now, you would think that this would be kind of an important story. You would think that the media would still be asking questions. You would think that the media would be wanting to hold the Chinese accountable, the scientists there that allowed this to get out of their labs. But you can't say that under the Biden administration or the state-sponsored media because they say if you do say it, that you are now what? You're racist towards Chinese people. You're slandering the Chinese communist government, which killed millions of people around the world when they allowed this to get out of their lab and to spread around the world without stopping it. Probably because they realized how damning it was going to be to their own economy, and they said, all right, well, if we're going down, then we have to make sure the rest of the world goes down with us, right? We can't lose financially. We can't lose any of our power. We can't lose any of our money. We can't have our economy go down and not have a bunch of other economies go down with it. In other words, if we are going to get hurt, then we're sure as hell going to make sure the rest of the world gets hurt at the same time. Because we're China. We don't give a crap about anybody else. We don't give a crap about anyone except us. And if people die because we allow this to get out around the world, so be it. Does it really matter? Does it honestly matter? Does anyone really care? They don't. They don't care if you die. They don't care if you get hurt. They don't care if your family members die. They don't care if you can't have a funeral or can't see them in the hospital while they're dying because they're a communist country. A communist country that doesn't value life. If there's anything we should learn from this story, it is that the communists, no matter where they are in the world, they don't value life. Certainly not yours or anyone else's around them. They may value their own, but not you. You die, you're just another number on a page which they will change and manipulate to say, no, 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 that many people didn't die. That's exactly what China's done. Where's the media doing their job on this one? They're state-sponsored now by the Biden administration. They don't report on stories like this. Again, that was the first week of February in 2020. That research sat on the Internet for weeks before the Chinese authorities finally pulled it down, and they have. We don't know what happened to the people who wrote it, but we have a copy. The amazing thing is, even though this was public, health officials in the West ignored it completely. When they were asked about the possibility that this virus had come from a lab in Wuhan, they became hostile. In some cases, they became hysterical. For example, in a post on the National Institutes of Health website, NIH Director Francis Collins, who should know better, dismissed all questions about a lab leak in Wuhan as, quote, outrageous, like you were sinful for asking the question. But those questions were not outrageous. They were entirely plausible. Last fall, we spoke to someone with firsthand knowledge of this subject. Dr. Li Mengyan is an eminent Chinese virologist who worked on COVID in China in the early days of the pandemic. She was certain, based on what she had seen, that this virus was a lab in Wuhan. On September 15, 2020, 
Dr. Yan came on this show and said so. From my first report, I can present the solid scientific evidence to our audience that this virus, COVID-19 SARS-CoV-2 virus, actually is not from nature. I work with the top coronavirologists in the world. So together with my experience, I can tell you this is created in the lab. This is from that template owned by China military. And also it is spread to the world to make such damage. Chinese military owns the lab. You heard that right there. You think anybody's asking questions? You think anybody in Congress is opening it up an investigation? Of course not. We've already moved on. Who cares how many people died in this country, right? No, we'd rather go after governors like Governor DeSantis, who we want to say kill people because he opened his state back up, than actually look at what really happened with COVID-19 and its origins coming from a lab owned by the military in China. But again... Welcome to state-sponsored media. A media that refuses to look at the planes landing around the country in the middle of the night filled with illegal immigrants. And a media that refuses to report on the data that was up on the, mil- on the web for weeks on end before it was taken down. And then we don't know what happened to the people that actually gave us this report. We don't even know if they're still alive. But we refuse to ask any questions of anybody out there about this story. Because it doesn't fit the narrative we want to push. I'll say it again. Please make sure you share this story, this podcast. Tell your family and friends about what we're doing here each and every day to help us grow. Because I can tell you this, big tech and big media do not want these stories that we talk about to see the light of day. So please share this podcast, post it to social media. Share the link with your family and friends. I'll see you back here tomorrow. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.